I would rather talk about. everybody welcome that scared me for a second <laughs> welcome to episode 178 of the r and jacob do america podcast i am your host in the place to be mr jacob p and sitting right across from me is not the brown recluse our trail but rather the aztec oak himself <laughs> the great and powerful keith silvas keith say hello to the millions and millions mm, nice okay. yes um hello everyone uh, it's nice to be back uh you know getting to be on this awesome show uh, we have an, another guest in the studio who may or may not be talking. Mm. You'll hear it like faintly in the background. Faintly, like a ghost, like yes. haunting. Like Patrick Swayze? <laughs> Get the thumbs up from <laughs> producer Debbie over there. But Keith, you want to introduce our half guest? <laughs> yes. Um, so this is my sister, Jacob's other cousin. Um, my my uh, more attractive, younger uh, sister, she's also like a foot shorter and just uh, awesome. I mean, she kind of is the female version of me, but mm-hmm. not like me. And she helped raise my son as well. So I, we we thank you. I want to give you a shout out, and hopefully we can ha- we can get enough patrons, you know, to uh, hire you on as the producer slash cameraman. Realize your dream of becoming a filmmaker here. Um, get you on as a content creator for YouTube. But uh, before we get started with the episode, I want to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First and foremost cavemancoffee.com i hope i do this one justice because it's usually art's job but art's not here as you can tell um but guys go to cavemancoffeecode.com and enter promo code america at checkout to save yourself 15 percent off and if you go to their store they have a variety of coffees teas mugs t-shirts hats cocoa butters gelatin i don't know they got everything over there and it's all delicious um so make sure you support caveman coffee 
And, and when you enter America at checkout, that helps the show as well. They kick down a couple shekels as well. And make sure when you do order from Caveman Coffee, make sure you tag yourself, tag Caveman Coffee on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitch, on Farmers Meat, on Black People Meat, on you know Christian Mingle. I don't know. Wherever you're drinking these, this coffee, just tag yourself and tag uh, Caveman Coffee so that way they know you're supporting the show. And it helps us too because then they repost that and that helps our podcast grow. Um, and then I also want to give another shout out to the great and powerful El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Guys, the kings, the kings of flavor since 1968. That is 50 plus years of Flavor Town. Mm. Um, sitting right here in front of me, uh, we, we kind of, since this is like a Halloween edition of the podcast, uh, we kind of made a you know a beautiful accoutrement, if you will, a little bit of El Yucateco Black Reserve right here. Mm-hmm. And I got the orange, so black and orange like Halloween, baby. Uh, we got Caribbean as well as Triple X, baby. Mm. And starring Vin Diesel <laughs> <laughs> or Ice Cube. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta balance out the universe there, if you will. But um, guys, I've been putting this on my food every single day. Uh, you might, if you follow us on Instagram, you know you'll see. You know, I've been eating that chicken breast. Your boy's getting thicker than a Snickers right here. Mm. I'm looking like the Stay Puff, uh, 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 marshmallow man, if you will. If it was a hundred percent muscle, then maybe, dude, bro. I hold. No, it is not a hundred percent muscle. I'm looking like I'm. <laughs> it's it's it. You push in right You're being there. Be modest, bro. All right, you guys. You probably can't see him, but uh, Jacob has just been doing copious amounts of human growth hormone and steroids <laughs> over the coronavirus break. He's gained two hundred pounds of solid muscle, and he is looking yoked. Yeah, I got like veins on top of veins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am pretty thick. And so, if you follow us on <laughs> Instagram, I've been posting pictures of me eating chicken breast with a new flavor El Yucateco every day. Mm. Uh, this morning, I kind of made like a little El Yucateco scramble, if you will. And, um, I, I, what I did is I got like a hash brown, I mean, not so ketogenic friendly, you know, I put that in there, I put two eggs, I put two turkey sausage uh, patties in there and I mixed that up and I just doused that son of a bitch with some black L you could tackle and it tasted marvelous. So, so and if you want to, what I also did is I snuck some red L you could tackle into my ketchup and that also takes, tastes bomb on pretty much everything too. So if you don't like that candy, flavored of uh, ketchup, which is basically just vinegar and sugar. I don't know how much tomatoes are in it nowadays. Um, and you just want a little bit of kick, just add a couple of drops of uh, red El, El Yucateco. You're welcome, America. <laughs> 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 All right, so with that said, everybody, um, this week we were supposed to do an episode with Kim and Ket, Stay Alive Maybe, but you know some unforeseen things happened, and... I kind of had uh, some bad internet connection, so we weren't going to be able to Skype them in or, you know, Zoom them in. And then Art kind of had some family issues. So I don't have Art here today, but I do have my two cousins, as mentioned earlier. And we, when I called them, you know, they were going to come over anyways. And um, they were watching uh, horror movies. And I said, that's perfect. That's pretty much all I'm going to be doing all October is just watching, you know, scary movies. So, uh, Debbie, you asked a very good question before we even started recording. Uh, do you want to go ahead and shout that out from the corner, from the audience, from the peanut gal- gallery, if you will? What was the first horror movie you remember seeing? Say that one more time. What was the first horror movie you remember seeing? Okay, so Keith, I'll let, since you're, you're, you're the guest on the episode right now, the guest co-host, I'll let you mm. answer that question. What was the first horror movie I remember seeing? Um, I think the first one that comes to mind right now um, might be Psycho. Oh, really? And my mom was watching it, which is weird because my mom like just does not watch horror movies. Like yeah, they are of Satan, like not <laughs> acceptable. 
and uh, she just is not down for them. But for some reason, this like it was like this weekend there was like a, a psycho marathon on oh, TV, really? and this is before like the uh, the newer one that came out when we were in like junior high, mm-hmm. which would have been what like nineteen ninety seven something like that nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, this was like the older the older movies. Maybe was was there some in the eighties? Yeah, there yeah? was. Yeah. Okay, I think it was those. I don't think it was like the because there's an old school one as well, right? There's one from '60, and then they just go from there. They made four. I think. Okay. I don't know if they made more than that. I just remember like he opened the closet and his dead mom was in there, and I was like, I mean, I maybe I was older than four, but like I just remember <laughs> being stricken with terror at this like old woman's rotting corpse, and it was just horrifying. And I remember him holding his mom's hand like in the back of a cop car too. Mm-hmm. And it was like all nasty and dead and like, Oh dude, like that haunted me. I mean, it still haunts me to this day. Like if I watched the the movie now and like the clips, you know, mm-hmm. I'd probably just be like, uh, whatever. But dude, as a child, like that was terrifying. So I yeah. don't know why my mom was watching that. Like I said, but I don't know. I feel like like if that's <laughs> like, that might've been some like memory from her childhood or whatever. Cause I, I've noticed that like with my mom as well. Cause when Debbie asked that question earlier, I was like, yeah, I definitely remember the first horror movie I remember seeing was uh, Pet Cemetery." And mm-hmm. um, as a kid, I remember my mom, she had HBO for a, quite a while. And um, just like your mom, my mom, like, you know, does not you know watch horror movies. She doesn't fuck with that shit. But for whatever reason, like Pet Cemetery was on and like we were eating like Taco Bell. I think I was sitting down having a Mexi Melt. <laughs> By the way, rest in peace to the Mexi Melt and the Mexican pizza because fucking Taco Bell took all that off the menu. Is it because it's racist? No, it's just they're just like. Con- Could use the word Mexican? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Is it Mexi? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm just. We are in 2020. We got to be careful. Isn't that like say. they call it a mixed pick or some shit? Like, it's a fucking. <laughs> By the way, guys, there's probably altogether one and a half Mexicans here. There's three people here, but altogether we're, we equal one and a half Mexicans. Yeah, we're, we're all half Mexican. All half breeds. So. Yeah, so we can say that shit, okay? We can get away with it. Yeah, it's not like we're saying the N-word. We're just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I just remember eating a Mexi Melt and watching Pet Cemetery, and um, the 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 mom's sister Zelda. I remember that was like the scariest shit I had ever seen because she was all emaciated and she did like some weird freaky face or whatever. And I just remember, like you said, like with you know the Norman Bates's mom. Mm-hmm. It freaked me out because I was like, whoa, I didn't know people could look like that. And this fucking Skeletor looking motherfucker is going to come after me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And like for for years, like that was the only movie that had scared me. And like I prided myself on that um, because as you've heard many times on this podcast, you know, I grew up in a house that had, you know, two exorcisms done on it. So I seen some shit in my time. So I seen that real horror movie shit. So nothing had scared me up until like whenever like par- that movie Paranormal Activity came out. So that was like Pet Cemetery was like the first movie I remember seeing and for years, maybe even a decade or two, the only movie that had scared me. Yeah. Hmm. Um you know Stephen King since Pet Cemetery I believe is a book written by Stephen King. Yes. I just I was thinking about this and I don't have any hard data but i'm just curious do you happen to know like just a rough guess of how many of stephen king's books became horror movies that are like massively big right now well okay off the top and then like been remade as well like that's something monumental as well like how many people can you say like okay they had a a movie made off a book they had and then (laughs) a remake from the movie they had so i mean there's pet cemetery there's it 
There's Misery. Misery. That's a fucking good Dude, movie. That one, I watched it like this year and it was for the first time and it was just like, oh my gosh. Like, ugh. Do you know what the genius of that movie is too? Like, I mean, not only could it really happen, like to me, like that's what's scary. Like something that could really happen. Like, you know, not so much like, oh, there's this fog that's going to like entrap you or whatever. Like, nah. Fucking like, but like, there's some like fucking hillbillies out there that would fucking like capture fucking <laughs> Vito Corleone's son, you know, like that's yeah. and like you know take you hostage and break your ankles <laughs> with a fucking log or whatever. Mm. But I mentioned that James Con, like he was fucking Sonny Corleone in The Godfather, yeah, and I think that was brilliant casting because Sonny was like the fucking wild bull in the China shop. And to see him get like dominated by like Kathy Bates, like, that, dude, that, yeah, that's some scary shit. That would be like if fucking if Apollo um, Apollo Creed got like messed with by like fucking <laughs> Adrian, yeah, like in a movie or something like that. Wait, it was just a we're a little bit off topic, but uh, Apollo Creed that was Carl Weathers. Carl, yes, I oh, couldn't remember his real name. Carl Weathers, man. Okay, anyway, <laughs> did you piece. have a, a man crush moment, dude? Carl Weathers. I'll just say that Carl Weathers went shirtless next to Stallone and Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. and just like, you know, we don't even think of Carl Weathers as a bodybuilder, but like that dude held his own. Oh very yeah, well. he did the armor, the famous the, armor. The Dylan, you son of a, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shirts I gotta, across America. I still have a picture of uh, me and Brent down in the Sofa King studio doing, doing that the Dylan in front of the Sofa King logo. It's so good. That's like, probably the best. Dude, we got a picture now of you and me in front of the Art and Jacob Do America logo. Heck That's yes. what's up. <laughs> That's what I need to do is just go to these super hyper famous podcasts <laughs> and just take these pictures of myself like you know flexing i mean i got corona muscle right now it's like it's about half the size that it used to be you know dude but, i know like i i not to say you don't look good because you're still an aztec thank oak you, thank you that's your new nickname by the way <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know like uh, arnold was called arnold schwarzenegger was called the austrian oak and mm-hmm. so he's he's giving me a massive compliment right now <laughs> the aztec oak <laughs> dude but he is he literally is like keith is like looks like he's like carved out of fucking pinto bean right now like <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, el mo- mojo- mojajete or something like that, <laughs> dude. It's the virus, though. I mean, you can't just be going to the gym, like especially if you got people in your family who you don't want to die because they might, you know, be compromised in some way. Like you gotta yeah. watch that. So it's like, what's more important, my muscles or like my grandmother or your mom or whoever? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, ob- obvious choices. Let's keep the family healthy and alive. So, and I mean. I mean, and not to get too far off, you know, the horror movie topic, but I mean, fuck it, whatever, whatever, whatever's entertaining. Like, you don't necessarily need to go to a gym to to be in shape or to work out, if you will. I, by the way, I need to stop saying if you will. That should be like a new drinking game for all those drinkers out there. I'm looking at you, Eric. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every time I say like, you know what I'm saying, or if you will, just take a shot, take a shot, whatever you got near you, whatever, because I think I say like those three. They are those two things like over and over again. So I apologize, America. Yeah, a little swear jar, if you will. (laughs) So like we're going to say starting now, let's just I'm going to try and keep track of if you say it, I'll I'll hold a finger up or something. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But what were we talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, you can work out at home. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like push-ups, like that's an excellent chest workout. Um, I bought some resistant bands off of Amazon, mm-hmm. and those work super good. Like, because for a while, like I just had these weights, which I think are your weights, by the way, like your childhood weights. I think you just left them here one day. And I don't even remember having childhood weights. I, 
think they're yours, but I mean, if not, I mean, I'll continue to keep them here. But <laughs> yeah, you just keep them, dude. I have no clue about those. But um, I was just using those, and just like little five pound weights or whatever, and I could just feel myself like you know. Definitely weren't mine then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Aztec Oak would never work out with five pound weights, eh? <laughs> but uh, resistance bands, though, those things like work like 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 a charm. It's like these humongous fucking rubber bands. It just like yeah, dude. You can buy like up to you know. How I don't even know how many pounds of resistance, but quite a bit. I mean, you could just double up your order, you know, like whatever they send you. I think mine go up to like 185 pounds, which is which is Dude. pretty good, you know, like well, for whatever exercise that you're doing. And you can mimic pretty much any exercise, you know, squat, a bench press, uh, you know, deadlift maybe, you know, with just a broom or anything around the house. And, yeah, it, it feels good like when you're in the gym, you see your bros and whatnot and – you know, you just have like that camaraderie with people, but at the same time, those same people, like you know, you're you're breathing their Corona air and whatnot, and you're, oh, yeah. you're like you you don't want to do that, you know. And you can do the same thing at home. So I work from home, so it's pretty easy to do that right now during these times. But, anyways, back to horror movies. <laughs> back to horror movies. So we were talking about Stephen King. We were in the middle of okay, yes. We so, had gone to we'd done Pet Cemetery. Uh, it and misery. Misery. Um, what's the movie, Debbie? I know you'll probably know. Um, where it's like a bunch of little boys. Um, no, it's not a pedophile movie. Stand by me. Huh? Stand by, me. Stand by me. That's a Stephen King one. Is that horror though? I was talking horror movies. Oh, okay. Um, I think there's some horror elements to it. Yeah, they do. They find a dead body. That's scary shit. Okay. <laughs> Cujo. Yes, with the dog. He did write The Shining. Shining, yes. Which is, to me, I think is may be the best horror movie of all time. I, I will say, I was going to ask you about your favorites. We can come back to that. Okay. I mean, I think this, The Shining is definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Sleep. That's right, yeah. That's a, that's one, too. That just came out, I believe, last year. Yeah. With Ewan McGregor. <sighs> Love Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Yeah, dude. Um. There's more. I mean, thinner. <laughs> Not that that's like a you know an amazing movie. But, uh, dude, there's been so many. I mean, Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet. Um, do you have some facts there on? No. Okay. Well, if we think of more, I guess we can go into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but shout out Stephen King, fan of the show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, right? He's yeah. going to be a guest a couple weeks from now, right? I was going to keep that under wraps for our Halloween special on the 31st. <laughs> you know what would be a sick episode is Stephen King and Sam Sheeran. That, it doesn't get more Halloween than that. <laughs> I would just talk. I, I, I wouldn't talk. I mean, I would just let them talk. I, I just want to be like just sitting here, listening, absorbing. <laughs> <laughs> Learning. <laughs> you, they like, they resurrect uh, Christopher Lee. They do a seance to bring Christopher Lee back from the, Dudes. the grave and he talks to like... <laughs> So speaking of seances um, and my mom's haunted house or whatever, right? So I like I'm in a couple of group chats, and you know some of most of them are just like you know like memes, you know like share like sharing memes or whatever and whatnot. And one of them, um, they shared uh, this. I don't know how to explain it, it, but more or less like a seance or whatever. And they're like, "Hey Jacob, isn't this by your mom's old house?" And it was on Skyline. And I guess there was this guy that, you know, passed away here in Bakersfield. And I guess he hung himself. And they're like, "We, I'm just sending this to you because, like, for one, like, I know where you used to, you know, your mom used to live and whatnot. Um, 
and then also too, like you guys did that Aleister Crowley episode about, you know, talking about the Lima and whatnot. And, and so like that, the advertisement, I guess for like the seance, cause like it was like welcoming everybody. And like, it was like this big flag. Like it was like the, the, the Lima, um, logo if you will like if it was like a christian seance i'm not saying there's a christian seance if you will oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> but it had like it was like the, it's like a triangle like these double triangles um on the flag i was about to say if you will again <laughs> <laughs> and i was like holy shit yeah i recognize that symbol and they're like hey like they wanted do you mind if we send a you know invite for like you and Arts to go? And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go because I ain't I trying to fuck with that shit. Personally, don't want to you know get involved, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to have like 15 more years of bad luck and shit. But I like, I guess Art was like all about it. I don't know if he really went or not. Um, but I was looking at some of the pictures because I guess like they documented it all and it was like posted like on um, on Instagram. And I was like, this is great. I mean. Some people like I guess like that's like their cup of tea, if, you know, if, if you will. <laughs> we're gonna count that one. <laughs> that was a three. I almost got it out. But like they were like bloodletting and stuff. And wait, um, hold up. Like the per- the people there in Bakersfield, California, on mm-hmm. Skyline, on Skyline three three oh five, are mm-hmm. sitting here bloodletting, bloodletting, and like that's medieval, dude. Yeah, like super medieval. And I was just like, I'm trying not to judge, but at the same time, I'm like me and this person like within this uh group chat i was like i get it if that's like what they really believe like i'm not gonna ever shit on somebody if like that's what they truly believe but a lot of this seems very cartoony to me like they're just doing it for the pageantry of it not necessarily for like the belief system because like i'll i me personally like we all grew up in a super christian household and whatnot and i feel like that's the cornerstone for like all of our belief systems. And I feel like in my mind, like I always kind of just respect other people. Like I've had many friends that were, you know, Islam or Muslims and I've had other friends that grew up like Jehovah witnesses or Mormons or, you know, Buddhists or, you know, uh, Sikhs and whatnot. And I always try to just like respect their belief system because that's what they grew up with. And like, that's the cornerstone of their belief system and whatnot. And it's for some people like I know that it's, I'm trying to search the words correctly without you guys judging me, but like I, <laughs> I like try to like respect that. Like if you believe in Thelema or whatever and or paganism or Wiccan or whatever, like that's on you. Like I'm not going to judge you for it, but th- there's a difference. I think like people who like really like that's like their belief system. Like they feel like they're becoming a better person following that path. And then people that are just kind of doing it for like the shock value. And that's what I kind of felt like that ceremony was, was like to to get more likes on Instagram to be as cartoony as possible. Cause I was like, uh, is that really, are you really trying to bring back your friend from the dead here? Or like talk to your friend from the dead? Or are you just I, like, I don't know. Like it, it just struck me a weird way, I guess you could say. And I mean, we could say that I think that belief in anything mm-hmm. these days is down, you know, like a lot of people are kind of like, they would either say atheist or agnostic, like, like art, he's skeptical, right? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, and he's pretty comfortable saying that, you know, there's a lot of people that are really skeptical, but it's interesting that you said art was into it. And I wish he was here to comment mm-hmm. because I would think like, you know, just what I know of art, he would probably think like, oh, this is BS, but I want to go just check it out. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I think he's always still kind of like, he's still kind of looking or just kind of like, whoa, what if something did happen? What if like a portal to hell opened up? <laughs> and like, you know, whatever, like. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like we don't just want there to be nothing after we die. So, no. uh, you know, I mean, you don't want Satan, you know, just to be there either. But Baphomet <laughs> just comes out with big old double D's. <laughs> yeah, Sam Sheeran was right. <laughs> yeah, Sam Sheeran art comes out of nowhere. I mean, you're like, oh, I crap. told you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I you know, it seems like there may be some like some just kind of questioning people who are like, this is probably not true, but I still want to come check it out. You know, mm-hmm. so. You never know. Yeah, I, I mean, I who's who's to say? I mean, I think back, like, we all grew up in the same church, you know, St. Luke's or whatever, and I think back, I'm like, what if, like, an outsider that never knew anything about uh, the Episcopalian religion came in and, like, saw us, like, this is the blood of Christ, the you know, like, and they were like, whoa, what the fuck? I remember, actually, my other cousin, Joel, he came in, uh, came with us to church one time. He grew up in, you know, the L.A. area, and his parents never, you know, raised him in any kind of church setting or whatever, and I remember he was taking communion with us, and <laughs> when the priest came by, he was like, this is the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation, <laughs> just like Christopher Lee. <laughs> the cup of salvation. Like, <laughs> I can't even do my voice that deep. And I remember he looked at my mom and me, he was like, this fucking blood, we're drinking fucking blood? <laughs> so so I could see like how somebody from the outside would think like maybe the same thing about us. Like, what is this cartoony bullshit? Like, they really having us drink fucking blood and shit? Like, no, it's like Menashevitz fucking grape juice or whatever. But like, Which was delicious, by the way. Oh, dude, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not an alcoholic, but I, I did enjoy me some fucking Manischewitz. Hmm. I mean, well, it is jarring, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it when, that's funny because he, he didn't grow up in the church, and, like, it's supposed to be jarring. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just say my body and blood if it's not. So, you know, I could go on a tangent with that one, but that's interesting that he was jarred by that. I mean, because, yeah, when you think about drinking blood, like, dude, that's is this some nuts. vampire shit? <laughs> I know, right? And like, I mean, nobody, no religion that I know of, I mean, there probably is, but like most religions don't just condone like cannibalism. So, you know, uh, it's just, yeah, it's definitely like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home now. I'm going to call my dad. He's going to have to pick me up, take that two hour check to pick me up or whatever. Oh, dude. Um, but it kind of leads into like the whole horror movie thing. We were talking a little bit before that earlier about like the Phantom of the Opera, how, um, you know, people back in the day, like they gasped when they first saw like his face and whatnot because they didn't, they didn't grow up around stuff like that. I feel like kind of like nowadays, like we're kind of like in the same, same realm. Like I think the people nowadays, we've seen everything, you know, we've kind of jaded to like scares. Like I mentioned earlier, like between Pet Cemetery and Paranormal Activity, there never, there wasn't any horror movie that scared me at all. Like I just mm. like the exorcist. It just kind of, it, it made me laugh cause I was, it, it was cartoony to me because I've seen it all. But if you've never seen anything like the exorcist in like 1971, was it that, you know, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna get scared by that. You know, like when yeah. that little face pops out, you're not going to have a little Jakey moment where you're like, Oh, that looks like some bullshit. That looks <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> cause I talk like a little, <laughs> Malibu's most wanted back in the day. Uh, that's some bullshit. That's some frat. That's some uh, some scream in the dark bullshit on Niles and shit. Fucking. <laughs> 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 but like in seventy one, they never seen anything that scary. They saw just like seventy three. Seventy three. Okay. Yeah. They. That that's their that's their benchmark for like this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. There's definitely, um, you know, there are some moments in different movies where it was like, dude, this is scary. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I was kind of desensitized to it, too, I guess. I don't know how I got that way, but. 
Would you say too that like um like Jaws? We don't really necessarily think of Jaws as a a, a horror movie, but when you think about it, Jaws to this day, like we, it's a, it's a nineteen seventies movie. The the shark that's you see, it's it's, it's kind of cheesy looking by today's standards. Like we have like billion dollar CGI and whatnot. But at the same time, it creates that fear that whenever you go to the beach, do you really want to go swimming out in the ocean? No, see, fuck no. And if you do, like you're you're you got you always got that in the back of your mind. And to me, like that goes back to like okay, what a real like a true great scary movie is is when it invokes like a real emotion. And to me, that like that's art, not Mm. art trejo, but like (laughs) artistic. Yeah. Dude, I hadn't thought about it, but like Jaws and uh, to a lesser extent, I mean, I don't remember it as much, but Lake Placid, the first one. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, but Lake Placid just plays off Jaws. But to this day, like I'm not afraid of that many things. Mm -hmm. You know, like I have a healthy, I guess a healthy respect for heights, Mm -hmm. but I had a job where I was working on like 28 30 foot ladders and like it's not like I was like gonna throw up or anything. I mean I I was pretty good with it but yeah like the idea of falling like it probably makes most people like a little creeped out but like I wouldn't say I have a massive fear of heights um I don't think I have a you know any huge fears that like would be abnormal mm-hmm. except maybe in the water okay yeah like because Jaws you're helpless like you're just a human swimming in the water and the thought of like this man-eating shark just getting you it's like like i mean even now if i was to get in that duck lake at hart park which never would you know not now i used to do it as a kid but real quick side tangent on the people who are not from bakersfield we have this man-made lake at this like pretty big park in um, northeast bakersfield right next to our houses and there's this humongous man-made lake what duck shit like lake or whatever. I don't know what the real lake is called or but it's, it's like what 50% duck poop and like 50% human water. shit oh yeah sorry 25% I don't know <laughs> I don't it's know got a little bit of water in there but it's just brown like yes uh, and like <laughs> I make it sound like we're swimming in sewage I don't think it was that bad it's not that far away from sewage <laughs> though but like there's all these fucking ducks there's all these transients i would say like taking shit in there like the last time we went there to feed the ducks i saw like a human turd just like floating along like the shoreline of this lake so it is like the nastiest water well today i wouldn't swim in it more because uh you know of the health reasons <laughs> you might catch hepatitis let's say that i wasn't afraid of hepatitis or whatever and i was in there like you can't see your feet mm-hmm. and you know so i guess what i'm saying is even if i was swimming in like this pure lake of with the waters of <laughs> You know, or I'm swimming in some mountain lake in the middle of Montana. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's, like, seaweed or something up there that oh, I can't yeah. see my feet, or even if I can, like, just the thought that, like, oh, dude, what if some idiot put, like, a crocodile in here? Or what if oh, there's, like, yeah. a bull shark that swam upstream? Like, I don't know, dude. That still gets me. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, that's terrifying. I remember when we were kids, like, when you guys, you guys had this doughboy pool, like, in your backyard. <laughs> And I remember every once in a while, like, the water would get a little uh, janky, and it would be very cloudy. Like, you know, there would, we'd put, like, a bunch of chemicals and whatnot to, to, to get it, you know, good. But it would still be really cloudy and murky. And I remember, like, somebody, I don't know if it was Keith or one of your friends, but they said, what if there was more eels on the bottom of this pool? And, like, for the life of me, like, I kept picturing, like, <laughs> Ursula's fucking more eels, like, coming in, like, nipping at my feet. Oh, and that dude. scared the shit out of me. And to, even to this day, at 35 years old, like, fucking, 
I could probably fight like 75% of the men in this world today and come out okay. Mm-hmm. But like a fucking, like whenever I see some like murky water and whatnot, and I think of like fucking Mora eels, like nipping my feet and shit. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm just afraid of the tax man and shit. Yes. We're talking about that then. Yeah. Debbie, you, you, you posed, you posed another good question before we started um, recording. I don't know how to phrase it, but movies that a certain part scared you, but they're not horror movies. Like the tunnel scene from Willy Wonka, like always scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, yeah, the the Wizard of Oz is like the OG Wizard of Oz, not the Wiz, but like the OG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So movies that were not necessarily intended to be scary, but have terrifying scenes in them, mm-hmm. like so, Willy Wonka. Yeah, like the tunnel scene, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then you brought up the the monkey. See, I didn't find those terrifying, but you guys did. I didn't like them. No. no. Yeah, they were a little. Because they don't look like monkeys. You could tell they're they're monkeys per se, but like they just look like bad monkeys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was never my favorite part. Yeah. Well, they were the wicked witches. The wicked witch of the west is like minions. So. Yeah, I was more scared of them than her. Yeah. When I was a kid. So I've got I have been thinking about this one and a couple that I have and they're actually I believe it's by the same animation studio. It's they're animated movies, but if we're going back, the Hobbit cartoon. From like the seventies, holy or shit! Whatever. Yeah, you're and right. Then the last unicorn. Both of those movies were like they had some terrifying parts in them, um, and I'll, I'll okay. So the <clears throat> the Hobbit. Um, I remember when he was in the cave with Smaug. I think they just <laughs> called him Smog at the time. Uh, dude, I don't know something about that dragon. Uh, the goblins as well yeah. when they were in the caves with the goblins. Like they have the like the serpentine eyes and. I don't know, dude. Like, as a little kid, that was horrifying to me. It's like, oh, it's a cartoon. It's The Hobbit. It's harmless. Yeah. Like, no, dude. It's rated it's G. Not, it's not harmless. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, really? The, the witch? witch in Snow White. Dude, yeah. She was. Yeah, she's kind of a little... Yeah, we got to strike fear in the millions of... Um, even, too, like, um, when Disney does, like, like around this time, obviously not right now, right now, but they always like do up the park like very like Halloweenish, and they unleash like all those like uh, the villains of all the Disney movies and whatnot. And when you think about it, like the one that's like the queen of them all is the witch from Snow White. Like, there's nobody else that tops that. Uh, yeah, Maleficent, but, dude. But okay, see, yes and no because Maleficent kind of gets like a different life now because. You know, Angelina Jolie plays her, and they kind of, like, make her, like, a good girl, like, at the beginning, and then she just gets, like, real, you know, bent. She's just a misguided soul. Yeah. And she so was like, just hurt. Yeah, exactly. Now everybody, like, looks up to her. So, like, a lot of her, like, evilness has been, like, cut in half because of that. And then oh, Angelina dude, Jolie shattered, looks hot. Like, yeah. yeah. So but it's like... I, I got to say, though, that for the time, Maleficent, like, that name, first off, means evil. Yeah. She talks about coming out like the prince with the powers of hell <laughs> and she turns into a black dragon yeah. like dude there's like and oh just to point out there too like my wife back in the day like as a child that was her like just the most terrifying thing to her was maleficent and even that that kind of creepy music and you you see the green light or whatever in the fireplace and then she shows up like mm-hmm. yeah my wife used to have nightmares about her and i mean i would say the old school maleficent at least rivals snow white queen if not okay 
you know, puts her in the dirt. But they have kind of like neutered, yeah. you know, the the uh, Maleficent. Also, like character. the 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 queen from Snow White that becomes, you know, the witch. Um, she was doing some Aleister Crowley shit, talking in mirrors and all that. Or was that, was that Maleficent? Oh no, the mirror mirror on the wall was that the was Snow, White Snow White's. Queen. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's some. I mean, when you think about that, like that is some, <laughs> that that fucking face. Like I'm thinking back to like Walt Disney presents, and like you see like the fucking you know that mask face or whatever like that was scary um what's and fantasia that night on bald mountain like Dude. that demon that comes Chernobog. out of the bog yeah is that what it's called Chernobog. yeah, yeah that shit was fucking scary the, the beginning of that scene was based on this movie from 26 spouse okay it's basically like shot for shot in the beginning just briefly you know like the demon comes up and it's all that what's the movie called faust, faust? is it from germany because that sounds something very german like faust yeah it's like a it was a story or something written back in the day, right? But there's been like tons of, of uh, film, plays, you know, plays, films, lots of stuff have been. There was a Camelot album based on Faust. Oh, okay. Like uh, March of Mephisto or, or Black Halo or something. Oh, okay. I don't remember the ins and outs, but. Yeah, so definitely uh, just some crazy stuff. But yeah, that, that, that one in Fantasia was pretty crazy. Yeah. All the little demons dancing around and stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know what else used to kind of freak me out is. Uh, the scene in Narnia when Aslan gets like oh. the stone table treatment. Oh yeah, dude, that got so creepy. With and especially like the or I'm talking the cartoon version, yeah, from, like the seventies or what. <laughs> or like not the Liam Neeson one. No, yeah. dude, like when they had all those like the the hags and the people <laughs> of the toadstools and like all these creepy <laughs> monsters came out and like humiliate Aslan and kill him and it's just like, dude. That crap was scary as a kid. And yeah. I mean, I think it was supposed to be. It's like the horrors of, it's it's replicating the, the horrors of what Christ endured on the cross. So yeah, I mean, or, you know, demons, if you will. Yeah, ooh, oh, that's one it. for you. Strike <laughs> strike one, motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, uh, um, somebody asked me about that because they called me out about that last week. Because I think when I get nervous, like that's a twitch, like if you will. And I think that was like implanted um, from a wrestling documentary that I saw about Dusty Rhodes because he's like one of the best like promo guys of all time. And like he would say that all the time. Like, I'm going to tell you one thing, Ric Flair. Yeah, I'm going to send you through the mat if you will. And like <laughs> and he would say that as like as he was thinking of something else to say. So it's like a thinking word. Correct. Yeah. Like, if you will. And I'm like, all right, where am I going to go with this? And so like I think it's like. It's like a semicolon, like, okay, where yeah. am I going to go with this sentence, if you will? Huh. <laughs> I think, yeah, people have stuff. Four. <laughs> people have things like like mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, 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 yeah. So like, um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, <laughs> The one that I was thinking about, because I had to really think about that, because those are all really good examples. One that kind of always stands out to me is, like, there's my dad, Joe. He brought this, like, really janky, fucked up version of The Little Mermaid over to the daycare one time. And I remember watching it, and it just set, it dip, like, this is the first time in my life I knew of depression. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. I remember my mom taking me to the grocery store that night. And I just remember sitting like, you know how like you can put the child like in the top of the cart in, if you will. And like five. And I was sitting there 
And I was just, I just remember just like, <sighs> I can't believe that happened. Did like, she die in the end? She dies. Yeah, based on the true story. The real story. Yeah. Well, not of, the true story, but yeah, the yeah. actual. No, that shit really happened, dude. <laughs> like, And in the movie, it was, first of all, it was an anime. It was also in Spanish, but like it had like English subtitles. Mm. And so that was fucked up. And she dies and like turns into like this green green foam. And it was like the saddest fucking ending ever because everything I knew about The Little Mermaid was about the fucking Ariel, you know, and under the sea and whatnot. And it was happy and Prince yeah. Eric and her got to get down and, you know, live happily ever after. But in this version, it's just like she just turns into like this green guacamole foam. And like that fucking depressed the shit out of me. And like it scared me. It was like the first moment in my life that like. I thought about my mortality <laughs> as a fucking toddler. So, dude, that's so fuck like, you, dad, for showing me that movie. <laughs> oh man! And see, I remember just to to kind of go back to the last unicorn. It's also anime, which I'm kind of curious too. If the Little Mermaid that version was she just like topless because it's anime, so yeah. like they would just show kids like whatever naked person like they yeah. didn't care, right? Little well, peepee. <laughs> so like, yeah the the last unicorn though. There was a part where there was this harpy in, uh, oh, what was the lady? It was the witch lady that captures the unicorn right in the beginning. And there's this harpy that like, you know, all the, the creatures in this woman's, in this uh, witch's traveling zoo are like fake. Um, she just put magic on them to like make something like an ordinary horse be like a unicorn, let's say. But she has caught the real unicorn. And then she has a harpy that's actually like a real harpy. And... The witch knows that this harpy is going to be her death someday. Like when the harpy gets out, the witch is dead. But the witch is like accepted it and fine with it. But there's a point then where the harpy does get out and the witch is just standing there like with her arms up, like basically come and kill me. Yeah. And like as a kid, I was just like, oh, it was just (laughs) too much, dude. It was so twisted (laughs) and just so frightening. And like, you know, if you watched anime today or whatever, like, you see those kind of crazy things all the time, like honor his sacrifice, watch him die. Yeah, what but is like, that? Um, from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that whole concept though is, um, oh shit, seppuku or something? I don't know, just like the honorable death. Like yeah, the, the kamikaze. Like yeah, yeah seppuku is actually the suicide, but like yeah, the kamikaze idea, like just basically going down. This wasn't quite what the witch was doing in that, but it was still this like weird, like gruesome horrific idea you know like, like dying with her boots on kind of thing yeah like i was like why did she run you know but, <laughs> plus she was like a horrifying old lady who was evil already and she's just like wanting this hideous beast to kill her like i don't know i just that was definitely scarring to me as a child like uh so yeah um. <laughs> thank you for that question debbie shit <laughs> producer debbie over here we were joking around beforehand um about how like you know during the patreon episode like trying to get the you know, the, everything, you know, clicking and going, get the chemistry going and whatnot. And I was having Debbie, like, look at the, you know, live stream camera over here. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, you, you were really in, you're really into film. And, like, I believe, like, that was, like, your passion at one point. Like, you wanted to go to uh, New York, you know, to study film. And I was like, we got to increase the Patreon by, so we can hire Debbie on as our producer. So I'm just going to call you producer Debbie from now on, okay? Okay. But do you remember when we were kids, how we used to do like those skits, like when our moms would have like the Bible studies? Yes. And I did. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this or not. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> and we were trying to scare each other. And what we did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I still think about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, speaking of summoning devils and shit. Um, I, so when we were kids, like our moms, every Wednesday, they would have like a Bible study. And like we would always like do skits for each other or, you know, on the fly. It was like improv. Like we didn't know what improv was, but we were doing it as like seven and eight year olds, nine year olds or whatever. And we would have friends over and, you know, it would it'd be a good hang, if, if you will. Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember for whatever reason, we're like, hey, we got to do a scary skit. And so I was like trying to think. And for whatever reason, like it was a big deal to you guys that my dad, Joe, was like part Native American. And so there was like all this lore around Joe being Native American. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to ha- I'm just going to live the gimmick up or whatever. So I turned off the lights and I said, you guys don't know this. But my dad taught me the sacred Indian chant that brings out demons, you know, from below. <laughs> and so then, like, I turned off all the lights. And so my bedroom was, like, pitch black. Like, all, like the curtains, like, you know, shut off the moonlight and everything. <laughs> and you couldn't see anything in the room. And so I put, I remember I put, like, a blanket over my body. And I just started, like, going up and down, like, and saying this chant that I just made up on the fly that, <laughs> To this day, it still strikes fear into my heart. <laughs> Uh, I remember the fear moment of that. Dude, that was like absolutely <laughs> just horrifying. Uh. We laugh now, but at the time, and like I remember like feeling like fear myself, like, oh shit, am I really like summoning like a demon? I better stop. Like, it's going to start raining or some shit. Yeah, because we always, we would hear those stories. Like, your mom would like talk about like seeing like Bloody Mary in the mirror and stuff like that. Like yeah. As kids, we heard all this stuff and like you never did that, you know, or like you didn't play with the Ouija board or you didn't, because like you didn't want to accidentally yes. or, you know, on purpose, but like inadvertently summon something you didn't want to have summoned. And yeah, you like make it up your own. It's kind of like, oh shit, what am I doing? <laughs> and I mean, dude, like, you know, there there's a lot of like, I mean, it's probably all BS, but like there's a lot of this like mysticism that was surrounded you know, with Native Americans, like, you know, an ancient Native American curse, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, oh, like maybe, maybe his dad did teach him something. And it didn't help that the house had to be exercised twice. We lived across the street from a fucking cemetery. <laughs> like, so none of that, like, helped at all. Yeah. The yeah, the lore of Jacob's demon house, <laughs> which has gotten me on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> at this point, like, Art's like, I am sick of fucking hearing about your fucking satanic house at this point. Yeah, dude. That was definitely a, a very scary time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, Keith, you're here. You're back from Montana, if you will. Uh, That's just <laughs> a, like a blatant <laughs> seven in there. <laughs> I'm just doing it for the fuck of it now. Um, what do you guys have planned for, um, you know, the Halloween season? Huh. Well, definitely going to watch some movies. Um, I always like to watch, you know, since I've been married, my wife has... Uh, kind of started the tradition with me of watching um, uh, Ichabod Crane. Uh, what is it? The Sleepy oh, Hollow. Oh, Sleepy Hollow, yeah. Yeah, so probably watch that. Um, yeah, the Disney one. Maybe Ichabod and Mr. Toad because, you know, it's the same same movie. So mm-hmm. maybe Or the Johnny Mr. Depp Toad. one too, just to put on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, I don't know. Eat some candy, hang out. I don't think I'll dress up. I mean, I'm 36 these days. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't matter, but. I, d- I don't know. I don't really feel it right now to dress up. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you are you are on the wrong side of thirty five. So yeah, <laughs> dude, you can't be dressing up anymore. It's over. No, fuck it, fool. Like do it. Like forever young. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Deb? What you got planned for this this illustrious month? Okay. Yeah. Look, watch Young Frankenstein at some point. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. That's the that's the thing too, like I think a lot of people like drop the ball with like like Halloween movies. Like they always try to like find like the super scary movie and whatnot. And I was telling Art this on a previous Patreon episode that to me like like now, like I've kind of because I don't consider myself necessarily like a big horror movie fan. Like I it's, it's if I if I watch one, I watch one. But, like, I like what really draws me into, like, a good, like, you know, scary Halloween movie is something that kind of has a little bit of humor to it. Like, a good example is, is Beetlejuice. Like, you mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I had not seen that since maybe 1990. Like, I had not watched it. And I remember liking it. And I remember there was a cartoon attached to it. And I remember really liking that as well as the Burger King toys that came in the kids' mills. But, like, I was like, let me watch that. Because I saw, like, a clip of, like, when the family all start singing, like, Deo, like, around the, the table. I was like, that's a funny fucking scene. And I just remember Michael Keaton, like, you know, knocking it out of the park. So I was like, let me rewatch this movie. And at 35 years old, I was like, wow, like, this is a super underappreciated movie. Yeah, it has some creepy elements to it. But nothing too creepy where it's just like, oh, God, eye rolling where they're trying too hard to invoke like fear, but it it's still within like that creepy vein where it's cool, you mm-hmm. know? And then at the same time, it makes you think like, is this what happens after death? So it kind of gets you thinking, it entertains you and it makes you laugh. That's Tim Burton's career in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, he fucking redid Dumbo. If, yes. <laughs> if you will. Eight. Eight. <laughs> so. Hmm. That's that's kind of an interesting thought. I haven't actually ever seen Beetlejuice, so maybe I'll watch that. Really? This year. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to um, get you on our account for. There's like this streaming service called Peacock, and it has like tons of like free movies and t- free TV shows and whatnot. So I'll get you on that so you can watch it because that's where I found it at. Because I w- I was scouring the internet. I even went to like the dark web <laughs> like find like a <laughs> dedication. Was that oh, you have it? Oh, okay. You have it? Yes. <laughs> I've been looking all over for it. I mean, I probably should go to like FYE and like overpay for it for like 25 bucks, but. I got it for like five. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's at Target for five bucks, but it's always sold out. Because oh. it's fucking Beetlejuice. That's why. I need to watch it. Yeah. I yeah. watched the cartoon as a kid, but. Right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you guys should watch that tonight. Highly recommend it. So, looks like we're coming to the end of this episode. Do you guys have anything else? Any any more great questions, Deb? I feel like you've really edited this uh, podcast here. Maybe we have. To, maybe we do have to hire you, for Patreon money or not. Well, nothing comes to mind. I'm sorry. I just let you down at the end. I mean, you gave us fucking content like at the last minute. You came in clutch like Kobe. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I know that's huh. a compliment. Not much else from me. Okay. Um, any anything else? Because I know you're also on the Podbelly Network as well with your podcast. You know, we've been we've been just kind of doing um, what we can. You know, it's been it's been COVID and COVID's been crazy. Um, we released season one of uh, Path of Legends podcast, mm-hmm. and it, it takes a long time. It's not like these episodes where we kind of just come in and hang out and then you do some editing and it's done. We we read a story that I have to write. And then we add tons of music and sound effects and yada, yada. The list goes on. It's a Hollywood um, production. It is. Yeah. It's definitely a Hollywood production uh, with three guys working on it. And uh, 
COVID hasn't helped because mm-hmm. our sound guy lives in California and I live in Montana and, uh, you know, he lives in Orange County. I'm in Montana. And then, uh, Vincent who does a lot of the voice acting and stuff lives in Bakersfield. So, uh, we just recently were able to kind of get some mics swapped around and, you know, hopefully we can get that recording stuff going on for season two soon. I mean, season two is all written. It's ready to go. And we, you know, we have voice actors and stuff kind of lined up a little bit. So it's not just going to be all us this time. We have a couple awesome voice actors. Some big hitters. Yeah. So, you know, some heavy hitters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see when it's out. When it's out, it's out. At this point, it's just kind of a, it's a fun thing. It's a passion project. It's not like we're making money, but hey. it it's not all about money. It's about what you it's enjoy. It's about the love of it. And we love it. There you go. So speaking of loving it, make sure you go to uh, the Podbelly Network and check other great podcasts out, such as our sisters from the We're Not Sure Yet podcast, as well as the Rock and Roll Beer Guy, who's, I think it's under RRBG or whatever. Uh, check out his podcast. He interviews, uh, you know, famous celebrity pretty much every freaking week you know he's interviewed you know such comedians as uh tony hinchcliffe earl skakel i wouldn't be surprised if next week he has like dave Chappelle or joe rogan on it, it totally would not surprise me um as well as you know band band members from such bands as mastodon uh you know just just every week it, it's another you know big surprise so make sure you check out his podcast uh, make sure you check out you know podcasts we listen to um, as well as, you know, the great and powerful Sofa King podcast who brought us the fucking Podbelly Network. So um, you can find Art and Jacob Do America on all social media net, uh, outlets at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. I have no idea why Twitter won't give us just straight up Art and Jacob Do America. I worked on it for a whole week last week and it just would not happen. So I guess we're just forever going to be doing naughty things to a bottle of A1 sauce, you know, apparently. So, um, <laughs> Like we've mentioned a couple times, make sure you check out our Patreon. Um, and if you can, if you can afford it during these COVID times, hey, maybe contribute $1 a month. You know, $1 will get you, you know, some stickers that I have over there um, from El Yucateco as well as our, as well as from us. We got um, the Ride the Lightning logo out there. Uh, we also got some Alex Jones stickers left over. Um, oh, that's my personal favorite. <laughs> I love that one. It's that, on my computer. That one makes me laugh every time. So, could uh, <laughs> I? Yeah, show 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 the YouTube audience, please. Here's the the red lightning. I don't know if anybody can actually see it. There you go. And then let me see that, Alex. <laughs> Folks, you're gonna want to go to Patreon. Uh, One dollar will get you a Alex Jones uh, Art Jacob Do America sticker. So <laughs> every one dollar you give to these gentlemen is one dollar that the globalists <laughs> don't pry from your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what are we getting Alex Jones on this show? I tried. I put the feelers out, but Did like, you really? no, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want Alex Jones Dude, on this podcast. Just get him on. Okay, I will. And then <laughs> I need to use your fame for my benefit. Also, uh, we need to get Jason David Frank, Tommy the Green Ranger, on this show. If anybody out there knows Tommy, knows Jason David Frank, he is one of our childhood heroes. Yes. And uh, he is actually still one of my heroes to this day. You know, I, I get inspired by him constantly. He's a very positive, awesome person. So, you know, that'd be amazing. I'd love to talk anything with him. But, of course, Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. We were both huge Green and White Ranger fans. Oh, yes. I think you had all the Green Ranger accoutrement. I think I, you know, went the other direction and got all the White Ranger accoutrement, right? You and- had... Dude, we both wanted to have like kind of the little semi mullets. Fuck yeah, that is the one exception to the mullet that has been glorious. Is like the Jason David Frank Green Ranger Tommy mullet. 
Dude, he had like such glorious hair back then. I just remember being like, Mom, please don't cut the back of my hair. So I just wanted, I want to look like Tommy. <laughs> we all said that too. We all did. We're, there's pictures out there that exist yeah. that yeah. may or may not come out on a Patreon episode. So if you want to see those glorious mullets, <laughs> childhood mullets, uh, go to the Patreon and we may or may not <laughs> post those. Uh, just make sure you check out our uh, sponsors, Caveman Coffee, um, as well as El Yucateco. Tag us, tag them, and we will send you some stuff out. Um, check out our YouTube channel. Um, that's where I spend a lot of my time is editing videos together and putting them on YouTube to help monetize this podcast and <laughs> take money out of the globalists and uh, put money into my pocket because... <laughs> fuck i need it um so with that said everybody you got anything else guys before we say goodbye thank you once again debbie for coming on making your debut to the r and jacob do america podcast i know i've asked you a couple of times but the feelers out there and you kind of came on today so we'll have to hook you up to a mic there is mics here guys it's not like we didn't have any mics to get her on she just wanted to you know play the back you know and just shout from the back of the audience i respect your your decision as well as Keith, thank you for making your 17th appearance, playing yeah, it's, co-host. It's I, I sure appear, appreciate it. So maybe one day we'll just start our own podcast. Maybe, or you know, it'll all just—I'll get all my you know payment back if you get Alex Jones or Jason David <laughs> Frank to come on. Like I'm still trying to you know work what I can when I'm here. You know what I mean? So if I get those guys to come on, I'm gonna just be ecstatic. Okay. So with that said, everybody, have a good night.